Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. I must get so sick of hearing that. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from accident number one, who says, Bridezilla or bad bridesmaid? <laughs> and it does come with updates as well. So... I may have just witnessed my best friend's first bridezilla moment. I don't know if maybe I'm the one in the wrong here. You tell me if this is as irrational of an expectation as I think it is or if I'm just an idiot. So my best friend is having a destination wedding in April at a very expensive hotel in South Beach, Florida. Very shiny, pricey wedding. I am a bridesmaid so she had originally told me that they were going to be taking a look at how COVID-19 is close to the wedding and would decide if they were going to cancel or reschedule then, which sounds fair. Everything has been pretty considerate up until today. The dresses and shoes were moderately priced. We could wear our own jewelry, etc. Then today, who today? Today she texts me asking if I had booked the hotel for the wedding yet. I responded no as I was waiting to hear the final call on whether or not the wedding was happening. Secretly, really hoping it wasn't happening, as realistically, it probably won't be safe to have a 150-person wedding by then. And I feel immensely pressured to go and not back out, as she has been my best friend since I was like eight. Anyways, she said they were going forward with a wedding regardless of COVID. She told me that I need to book a room at their hotel under their room block because not enough people have been booking and sent me the link. Now, we had not discussed the hotel prior. I was prepared to pay for my own flight and hotel to go to the wedding until I saw the price. The cheapest room option is for $649 per night. This is unholy. <laughs> I had no idea the hotel would cost that much as we hadn't discussed accommodations before. So I texted her back and profusely apologized, but I couldn't afford to stay at that hotel. I found a hotel literally one block away for $180 per night, so I asked if it was okay that I stay there. It was so close that I'd be able to do everything with them and not miss anything. She was not having it. She told me absolutely not. I'm in the bridal party and had to stay at the hotel she picked. I asked if there were any bridesmaids that would be willing to group up and share a room. She said no. Everybody needs their own room, so that they use all of the blocked rooms. Apparently, nobody is booking there. Gee, I wonder why. I apologized again and said I just couldn't afford it, especially with the flights. She told me I was being a bad friend and that I should never have agreed to be a bridesmaid if I wasn't willing to sacrifice for her special day. I had already sacrificed my first planned vacation in three years for this wedding, and I don't have a lot of discretionary money. I couldn't afford to do both and also when i agreed she didn't have a venue picked out 
and once she picked it, I didn't know it was absolutely mandatory that I stay at that specific hotel or the wrath of God was going to come down on me. I honestly don't even know what to say to her at this point. Was I an idiot for not backing out when I saw that their wedding was at an expensive hotel? Or is it crazy to expect everyone to stay at a hotel that costs $649 per night without checking with them first? That's absolute madness. And you know, if if I was holding a wedding at a hotel and my friend couldn't afford to stay there, there was no way. Surely having your friend at your wedding is the most important thing, not about having them in the same hotel. And to me, I think it's pretty obvious. I'm not sure if it is the case or not. I could be wrong. But, you know, she's saying that we have to get the blocked rooms. Basically, because I'm guessing she's getting a discount on her own room by everyone else taking that one. So she's going to get like this extravagant room for free because everyone else has paid fucking $649 per night to basically buy her room for her. I couldn't imagine ever talking to friends, family or anyone in this tone, you know, trying to force people to pay for something that, you know, that I'm suspecting will benefit them or even demand that they do this anyway. Surely you'll be like, yeah, you just find what accommodation you need to find. Even if it's cheap, as long as you're with me on that special day, that's all that matters. But her language in this, you know, that you need to make sacrifices for her special day and that you're a bad friend. Yeah, it would seriously make me consider that friendship. So Slipping About asks, is the hotel comping the bridal suite if she fills the block of rooms? Opie replies saying, I don't know how weddings work, honestly. I've never been to one. I don't know what they're getting out of the deal, but I think if all the rooms aren't used, they're going to have to pay a large fee. Which Shanorama says, Hi, for whatever it's worth, I've worked at a large convention hotel similar to the one you're describing. It's extremely likely that there is some kind of financial penalty for her if she doesn't have someone use that room. When we have a block of rooms for our wedding, our contracts are typically written that the wedding must spend a minimum of X amount of dollars or they are charged a fee of Y amount of dollars or they may have what we call concessions where if they spend this amount of dollars they get Y in discounts on rooms or services but if they don't spend X amount of dollars they don't get the discount or as some people have already mentioned they may have to pay for a minimum number of rooms regardless of whether their guests use them or not. Contracts vary and may only have one of these things or some combination of them. Either way, her contract is with the hotel, is between her and the hotel. It is not your responsibility to finance an event that is out of your budget. Arisco says she's nuts to try to force people to stay at a hotel that price. If she needs her bridal parties there, she needs to pay for them to stay there in my opinion. And to have the wedding no matter what, during COVID, just because she wants it. No, have a small wedding and then redo it later. Clearly money is no object for her. Avoid the wedding in my opinion, if you value your health and staying out of headlines. This will be a spreader event for sure if 150 people are there. DCA says stick to your guns and just respond to her with grace. Less is more. Keep your responses simple but firm. This gives her less room to argue. The dust will settle on this eventually and responding with grace will make it easier for her to see you were being reasonable when she was being crazy. I'm so honored to be your bridesmaid and I'm looking forward to your wedding, COVID willing. I won't be able to book my room at your hotel, but I will be around constantly so I can carry out my bridesmaid's duties and celebrate you. That's what I would say and I would literally leave it at that for now. Have you talked to the other bridesmaids? What are they saying? 
Carrie 56 says she's a bridezilla. Bow out gracefully now. Send a gift and your good wishes and breathe a sigh of relief. Wouldn't mind betting you won't be the only dropout. No one has the right to expect friends to drop what will clearly be thousands of dollars on someone else's wedding day. And one more from LDB who gives in a similar experience and wanted to share it, which says, when I was 15, my cousin got married at this resort in Florida. Anyways, they talked with the extended family and found a decent yet median price hotel for family. The more family that stayed in the same place, the cheaper the rooms, and we were all flying or driving 16 hours plus. Only the groom's family and bride's family stayed at the fancy place. You know, accommodate people willing to travel and participate in their big event. My brother's friend years ago did a wedding in Italy. They literally told all their college friends, if you can get there, they didn't have to worry about anything. They paid for everything other than travel and even had transportation from airport to the villas for the guests. Food, lodging, booze in Italy, all for around $900 round trip flight at the time. My dear friend wanted me at her wedding. It happened to fall on the same week as my finals. Cut hours from work because of finals and other reasons. She arranged for her parents to get a bigger cabin just so I could stay with them and ride with them so as not to spend anything basically. Unfortunately, the place didn't have Wi-Fi. This was 11 years ago and was in the middle of nowhere in the mountains. I just wanted to give you examples of my experience. Luckily, most weddings I've been invited to have been overly considerate in the basic needs of guests, even overly so in some ways. So we're going to go to the update in a second, but first the edit on this post said, thanks everybody for the assurance that this is an insane demand. I thought I might have been in the wrong because I didn't back out when I found out the venue. Yes, I knew the venue was expensive and they are paying a pretty penny for it. I just didn't think I had to stay there because I was never told I had to. Maybe my wedding ignorance made me a jerk, but nevertheless, I'm carefully crafting my response to her. May update later. So OP later went on to post in r slash am I the arsehole, asking basically the same question with a little bit of additional information which I include here. So they said, disclaimer, I posted this in wedding shaming subreddit a few days ago, but some people thought it'd be appropriate for here. I have since been relieved of my bridesmaid's duties. At the time, I was annoyed and over it, but I'm now once again questioning if maybe I overreacted. The consensus there was that this was an unreasonable request, but we are there to shame weddings after all. Maybe the vibe here will be different. Edit. The other reason I posted here is because I've been back and forth on it. At first, I was pissed, so I posted in wedding shaming. I didn't think I was wrong, but wanted assurance. Then I ended up texting her. Long argument ensued and I was ousted as a bridesmaid. She sent me a super long dramatic pink slip, which I thought was over the top. But then I read it over and over again. I had a meltdown and second guessed everything. As somebody mentioned, wedding shaming is a thread of people who are more cynical about weddings in general, so I thought I got a more biased opinion there. I posted it here to reach a more general audience, but it looks like there wasn't much difference in opinion. Thank you to the person who informed me you could go past the character limit in edits. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. 
Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. So then OP came in with the update and said, So here is the update to my previous post about my friend being upset that I couldn't stay in the extravagant hotel that she was holding her wedding at. For those who did not see the first update before, a text message argument ensued and I was removed from the bridal party. However, about three weeks later, my friend came to me with an apology and invited me back into the wedding and said I could share a room with one of the other bridesmaids. AKA, another bridesmaid also refused to stay at the hotel and dropping two bridesmaids would make the numbers very uneven. I decided to brush off our previous conversation to wedding stress as she has been a good friend for a long time. My friend, bride, and her husband got married last Saturday in South Beach slash Miami. Guest list was originally 150, but ended up only being about 25. Anyways, overall, the wedding was beautiful and very well put together, but there were definitely some eye roll moments and ridiculousness that went down afterwards. Turns out I should have just bailed when I was given the out. Unlike before though, it wasn't just me taking the brunt of her. Here are the highlights. This isn't that egregious, but the number of events that happened over the course of five days was insane. This isn't a cultural thing, by the way. I arrived only in time for the rehearsal dinner on Friday, which apparently was an issue, but the festivities actually started on Wednesday. There was a family and friends luncheon, aka everybody who showed up to the wedding, followed by a welcome dinner on Wednesday, followed by the wedding party luncheon and welcome dinner on Thursday, and then a combined rehearsal luncheon on Friday, followed by the actual rehearsal dinner on Friday night. I heard from other people in the bridal party that these events were all over Miami proper and nobody had cars. So basically, everybody was paying to Uber all over the place. Not to mention, the couple was nearly one and a half hours late to every single event. Side note, apparently they had a toast slash speech hour at one of them, but nobody but the mother of the bride gave a speech. Yikes. Bride wanted an impromptu bachelorette party the night before the wedding. She was unable to have one before because of COVID, but apparently she was expecting us bridesmaids to have one planned for her when we got to South Beach. Whoops. Not mind readers. Maid of Honor caught wind of this and tried to rally us to go down to Ocean Drive and bar hop. Nobody was down. Yes, we are all vaccinated, but none of us were willing to go down there with the spring break crowds. We agreed to hang out by the pool bar after the rehearsal dinner instead. Maid of Honor told her about the plan and she threw a fit. She wanted no part of our plan and ended up just going back to her penthouse and pouted. More on this later. The day of the wedding was great, or so I thought it was. The day started very early, around 7.30am, for a 5pm wedding, but whatever. We spent all day in her suite getting ready, taking pictures, etc. There was definitely some restlessness in the room as it was a long day, but everyone was trying to put on a happy face to make up for the night before. Ceremony and reception went smoothly. Side note, there was no way that reception space could fit 150 people. It barely fit 25. But at brunch the next morning, I started hearing talk that my 
friend was not happy with us bridesmaids and she barely looked at me when I said goodbye. Wednesday morning, I woke up to a novel she had written to all of the bridal party. Last time I tried to post screenshots as an update, it got declined, so I will just give you the gist of the email. She was apparently devastated that the most important ladies in her life didn't give a shit about her or her wedding. We didn't plan anything special for her. She was all alone on the eve of her wedding. We weren't attentive enough to her while getting ready. The example she used was, there was one time she said she was hungry and nobody ran to grab her food. We ordered room service for everyone instead. We didn't attend all the pre-wedding events in Miami, definitely directed at me. We didn't guard her from onlookers on the beach when we were doing first looks or and taking the wedding party photos. We didn't offer to host an after party after the reception for her. Is that even a thing? And some other dumb things. The entire email reeked of entitlement and self-centeredness with some petty complaints mixed in. She has never been like this pre-wedding, so I don't know where this attitude is coming from. I didn't respond and don't plan on it. Just going to fade into the distance of this friendship unless she wants to make a sequel and write an apology novel. Thanking her friends for taking multiple days off work, bending to her every whim, and spending thousands of dollars just to be there for her. And we do have Bridezilla's email in a moment, but I'm not a fool to think that people like this don't exist out. Actually, I am a fool, but just think there's people out like this out in the world. We've seen it time and time again on these subreddits, so I really shouldn't be surprised. I should never be surprised by them, but I always am to think, you know, her special day in air quotes. She gets to treat her friends, the people that she, she says, you know, her girls, or should I say the most important ladies in her life. She treats them like shit. Like I said before, not just wanting these people by your side for your special day, joining in your experience and, you know, showing the love towards one another. No, they become practically slaves for that day for you. You want them running around grabbing food for you, not guarding you from onlookers on the beach while we were doing first looks. What the hell is that about? What a way to alienate yourselves from the rest of your friends. Holy shit. Let's take a look at this email. <laughs> you know, this is going to be awful, right? Here we go. Hello, everyone. When I started this wedding journey, oh my word, I never anticipated to be writing this email. But due to the events of this past week, I feel the need to confront you all and get these feelings off my chest. I am beyond disappointed that the most important ladies in my life did not seem to give a shit about me or my wedding. This past year has been so difficult with COVID and I put so much time and effort into planning the perfect wedding and getaway. With having to cancel my bachelorette weekend and 75% of our guests pulling out of the wedding, I thought I could turn to you all to rally around me, but I was mistaken. First off, I am immediately bothered by the fact that only a few of you showed up to all of our pre-wedding events in the days leading up to the wedding. Only two of my bridesmaids showed up to the luncheon on Thursday, which was humiliating. When we arrived, nobody offered to switch seats so we, as bride and groom, could be at the head of the table and nobody offered to give a speech. And some of you arrived so late that I didn't have my full bridal party with me until the rehearsal dinner on Friday. I will not name names, but even then, a few of you here early acted like you could care less what we were doing or where we were going. 
Not only was my bridal party not physically or mentally with me leading up to the biggest day of my life, none of you even attempted to make the day special for me. I'm so hurt that nobody planned anything for the night before my wedding, knowing how devastated I was that we had to cancel the bachelorette. I've never felt so unloved as sitting in my room alone on the eve of my wedding. I thought things would turn the corner of my wedding day, but it just got worse. I don't know if maybe some of you were ignorant to what is expected of bridesmaids on the day of the wedding, but you were supposed to be helping and supporting the bride in whatever way she needs. I did not feel supported at all on my wedding day. Nobody helped the makeup artist or hairstylist get settled and nobody was looking after me to be my eyes. There was one point where I even said I was hungry and nobody even offered to run across the street and grab me a sandwich. Instead, you all thought about yourselves. When we went to take pictures, I thought I could trust you to all have my back and block me from the beach randos who were gawking. But again, I was left disappointed and being stared at like some circus event. There was no pre-ceremony letters or presents or anything at all. Not even an after party to go to after the reception. I don't understand what I did that you all let me down like this. I spent over a year putting together a, a beautiful event for you all and nothing I did was reciprocated. You can call me dramatic. <laughs> and some more but these are my feelings and you cannot invalidate them i hope you can all learn from this email and make sure if you are ever a bridesmaid again that you remember how i felt on what should have been the happiest time in my life best wishes bridezilla holy nips can you imagine receiving that email opening it up i was i wonder what the title even said and the very first line that got to me when I started this wedding journey, I never anticipated to be writing this email. Oh, might be to close it from there, I think, and just be done with it. And it got me thinking afterwards. I wonder how after like every, you know, hundreds of weddings, I guess, happen every single day. I wonder how many have these bridezillas and emails get flown about and text messages afterwards saying, you know, how they've been, how their day's been ruined by their bridesmaids or some other people at the wedding. I wonder how often that happens and it's just not on Reddit. It's got to be quite often, right? Surely. And the very end of that email as well, she wanted it to be a learning experience for the bridesmaids. Hope you can all learn something from this email and make sure if you're ever a bridesmaid again, that you remember how I felt and what should have been the happiest time of my life come on now what would you have done <laughs> if you received this email how would you would you reply to it <laughs> imagine that setting her off again holy moly let me know your thoughts down in the comments below if you'd like to i would love to hear them have you ever been to a wedding with a bridezilla before or a groomzilla for that matter. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved and just being awesome. Absolutely incredible. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and Brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 